95% of who we are is our unconscious programming. That means that's how we grew up. That's all we ever saw. That's all we ever learned. That's how we believe we're supposed to be because this is just how my family is. So that's why it is so dang hard to overcome that. And most people don't. That's why most people are stuck in mediocrity. Hello and welcome. My name is Shelly Simonson. I'm a mom of four and a fitness and wellness coach with over two decades in the industry. I'm a trauma and cancer survivor living my life now on a mission to help you reclaim your voice stand in your power, and build the confidence to not simply survive this life, but to thrive and create the life you know is waiting for you. It's time to get out of your own way and be her now. Hey, hey, what do you say? Hello, lady friends. Oh my goodness. It is episode 12. Today, I am recording the final episode of season one of the Be Her Now podcast. And I'm just overcome with gratitude, so much emotion about sitting here 12 weeks later, having shown up every week to deliver value, to show up scared, to bear my heart and soul, to be raw and vulnerable in in an attempt to connect with you and to show you that I've, where I've come from in the hopes that you can see yourself in my story. Maybe you see bits and pieces of your life in my story. Maybe you, maybe we have similar stories. Maybe not a lot of it is similar, but regardless, I feel so just proud to be able to sit here and to say, I am a podcaster and so blessed to see the reviews continue to come in each week where you guys just share your thoughts and your takeaways and your gratitude for these episodes. So I will tell you that for years it had been on my heart and a vision of mine to create this podcast. And I let fear stop me for way too long. I let fear hold me back, um, which we all have, and we all succumb to sometimes, some of us more often than others. But I knew that I had a story to share, and I knew that my testimony was worthy of being heard, and that through my story, I could touch so many women who were finding themselves stuck in a similar situation, stuck in fear, feeling paralyzed, uh, not knowing what the next right step would be. And I hope that episode season one has been a chance for you to feel heard and seen and connected. And I'll tell you what I'm feeling right now. I'm feeling like I came up with the name of this podcast as Be Her Now because I want to be able to project this uh, confidence to you 
and to be able to help you envision a bigger, better life for yourself. And I know that on the same on the same page, I am connecting with women who are where I was when if you go back to episode number one, where I wrote a from from the point of view of my 2016 self to myself of today, I wrote a letter to myself of today. So I know that some of you listening are right where I was back then in 2016. And some of you are maybe a few years down the road. And some of you might be today full of confidence, full of life and vitality and chomping at the bit going, okay, Shelly, we made it through. Keep us going. We have visions for amazing things in our life. And that's the direction that we want to go. So I don't ever want to neglect to speak to that woman as well while still staying in tune with those of you who might still feel stuck and paralyzed. My hope is that every episode that you listen to, you feel stronger, you feel more loved, you feel more supported, you feel more confident about taking the next steps to improve your life and to start to fulfill what dreams you may have tucked away for so long. So in today's episode, what I thought that I would do is just kind of uh, create a bridge from episode one through today, episode 12, where you might be sitting here going, okay, what now? What now? So I went through my own personal story of my cancer diagnosis, of being in a toxic, abusive relationship, um, being feeling stuck at home with my kids, feeling worthless, and feeling like I had given up on all of my dreams in order to be a stay-at-home mom, which is the most important job in my world. So I never have any regrets for doing that. But along the way, as I was losing myself and as I was feeling beaten down emotionally and mentally in my relationship, I just lost sight of of my future. I just really gave up on even thinking that there was anything more outside my own four walls other than changing diapers, doing laundry, helping with homework, and waking up the next day and doing it all over again. So what is what makes the change? What creates that spark? Where does that decision come from to step out in confidence and to decide that you are done living that way and that you're going to take charge of your life and that you're going to start taking the steps forward. One of the roles that I knew that I never wanted in my life, I never, one of the titles I never, ever wanted was victim. I despised that word. Any, as I was learning more about, you know, abuse in a relationship and being a quote unquote victim of psychological verbal abuse, to me, victim sounded so meek and so weak and pitiful, if I can be honest with you. It sounded like uh, 
like I was cowered up, hiding in a corner somewhere, like with my arms covering my head, you know, like I was balled up in a corner being beaten down. And I guess in a sense, that's where I was. But I think it brought me even more shame to actually to actually accept that title of victim. And I I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to stay there. There's so much in my life that I was a victim of. There's there's abuse, there's hurts. There there I I mean things that I have grown up with that were unfair, that a little girl never should have had to go through, that a grown woman never should have had to go through. And yet I did. And so to call myself a victim just meant that I was on the other side of wrongdoing. I've never liked that word. And I've had to grow to understand that it doesn't define me. It's not a bad word. It's, it was a matter of, of, of fact. That was what I was. I was a victim of abuse. But the difference is, is that my mindset could not stay there if I wanted to grow and move forward and pursue the life I knew that God had waiting for me. When we succumb to that victim mindset, we stay, we stay stuck. We stay in that poor, pitiful me. Of course, my life sucks because how could it not? Look at everything that's happened to me. And then we feel justified for not taking action on anything because people are going to understand because just look at what we've been through. Nobody's going to give us a hard time for living a mediocre life. And it's easy to stay there unless you have people who, who know better than that, who know you, who know what you're made of and who know what you're made for and have the courage to pull you out of that, to say the right things, to speak truth and love to you. And help pull you through those things and hold your hand along the way as you're as they're pulling you up out of the pit. They're not just, you know, pulling you along and saying, all right, good job. You made it. See ya. These are, you know, if you've got people in your life that are willing to speak truth in love to you and who know your potential and who see you for so much more than the label that you have given yourself and that you have hidden yourself in for so long. That's how we start to make change. And when we confront that ourselves and we say, that's enough of that. That hasn't served me for this long. And I'm not going to make any progress in my life if I continue to try to allow myself to hide behind that. Now, I hope that you hear my my heart in this because I was there. So when I speak these words, I don't, I'm not, I'm not accusatory towards anybody. I, I want you to believe that you are worth so much more than what you're settling for, that God has so much more for you than you could even imagine. 
and that somebody's words and or actions toward you do not define you. There's not a person in this world whose words or actions can define who you are as a person. The moment that you start to feel that worthiness and the abundance that this life has available for you is when you begin to generate those feelings that you need to move forward. And that gratitude is where the healing begins. And as crazy as it is to say, to sit here and to look back on just the pits of hell for so many years of my life, I would not be sitting here on this podcast with you if I hadn't been through that. I would not have my experience to speak from to help so many women. Oh my gosh, I can just get choked up thinking about the women who've even given me feedback so far on on previous episodes on how I've helped them. I know that God had a plan for me in going through all of that, although it sucked at the time. I really feel like I was, I was made to move those mountains to show other women that they could be moved. It's like the four-minute mile. You always hear the analogy of nobody thought it was possible to run a sub four-minute mile. And the minute that somebody did it, when Roger Bannister hit that sub four-minute mile, records were breaking left and right all over the place. People started running it all the time. Because you never know what is possible until you see somebody do it. And if you knew me then, I was a shell of myself. I had lost myself, my spark, my fire. I look back at pictures and just the pictures that came up, you know, today, yesterday in my Facebook memories from 2015, 2016. And there's a smile on my face and such an eerie, hollow emptiness in my eyes that I wish I could just reach through and just hold that woman's face in the palm of my hands and tell her how loved she is and how precious she is and how amazing and abundant her life is going to be. We have to believe that that is possible in order to even take the first step. You have to feel that you are empowered to start moving forward. You have to fall back in love with yourself. Nobody's going to love you the way that you can love yourself. And when you love yourself and you can give that love away, man, the... The feelings that come from that, there's nothing like it. When we are in the pits of despair and we are serving and loving and giving that away, that takes the, the spotlight off of us, off of how we're feeling when we, can, when we can give that to others. 
you can't create an abundant, amazing life from a place of lack and scarcity. You have to believe that it's available for you. You have to create that from a place of wholeness. You have to, you have to move forward from a place of wholeness. And if you can start to write down, imagine how you would feel if you are in the place that you, you know that your life can be in that abundance, whatever abundance means and looks like to you. Maybe it's the physical things. Maybe it's the big home. Maybe it's the land with the horses. Maybe it's the um, just a happy family sitting and having dinner together every night in a peaceful home. Maybe it's being able to travel with your whole family, take your kids to Disneyland once or twice a year. Maybe it is just the freedom to be able to go to the park in the middle of the day with your kids and not have to ask for time off and being able to chaperone field trips. Maybe it is a peaceful, loving, intimate relationship with your spouse that you can call your best friend. Abundance looks different to everybody. But think about what that looks like to you. Think about who you, who that person is, who she is. Imagine how she carries herself. Imagine how she walks into a room. Imagine her friendships. Imagine the camaraderie between her friends. Imagine your group of friends who are uplifting and encouraging and who you know have your back and you know that you're dreaming big together and you're not gossiping and and venting and complaining with like your circle is your your circle is made up of of your best friends who share similar interests and who encourage you how How far down the road is that? Do you see that for yourself a year from now, five years, 10 years from now? Feel those feelings of what that's going to feel like to be that person. When you can feel those feelings sitting here right now or wherever you are in your car, in the grocery store, wherever you're listening to this, when you can stop and you can actually feel those those emotions, that is what makes it real. When you put those emotions behind your actions, now you've got fuel. Now you've got purpose to pursue your passion. It has to start somewhere. Feel it in the heart. Believe it. Believe that you can embody those qualities of who you want to be and who you need to be in order to live your dream life. Coming from a place of scarcity and showing up afraid, showing up in disbelief, showing up with those feelings of not having enough, lacking confidence, it's impossible to move forward positively from that because it's like, I've said this on a previous episode, it's like having one foot on the gas and one foot on the brake. Like you want to go, but then your other foot on the brake is just like, ee, ee, 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about this. I don't trust this. I don't believe this. And you've got competing interests going on in your heart, in your mind, in your body that you just aren't going to be able to move forward and grow from successfully. That's why like if you if you are somebody who believes in positive affirmations, more power to you. But if you're sitting there thinking you're just a piece of crap and you you could this could never be your life and there's no way and this is just who I've always been and this is how my family is and you're sitting there every morning, I am beautiful, I am strong, I am wealthy, I am abundant. Your body is not going that's not going to that's not going to vibe with what's going on in your mind. And it's just not going to work. It's like one foot on the gas and one foot on the brake. When we are when we are falling victim to that that belief that we are a victim, that description of being a victim, we use that lack to reaffirm our shortcomings, our dependencies, our addictions, our problems, our struggles, our relationships. And it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. We find it everywhere. But if you're showing up from a place of abundance and belief, you're showing up differently. You're putting out a different energy. I fully believe that, that we put out energy. And the energy that we put out is the energy that we attract. Do you know those people... I know these people. I can think of a few right off the top of my head. Those people who like, they always seem to have something bad happening to them. They're always, they're running late for work and they spill their coffee all over themselves. They, they get out the door and they, they lock the door without getting their keys. They, they get a flat tire or they get pulled over on the way to work. It's like, do you, do you think that those are people who are waking up every morning just praising God for for a new life, new new day and so grateful to just have opened their eyes and taken a breath and and just giving thanks for a, a, a new life. And I think those people are just the opposite. They're waking up ticked off that they have to go back to a job that they hate and that their you know their kids woke up late, that the house is a mess. You know, we, we cannot expect, abundance and excellence and positive things to come our way from that frame of mind. 95% of who we are is our unconscious programming. That means that's how we grew up. That's all we ever saw. That's all we ever learned. That's how we believe we're supposed to be because this is just how my family is. So that's why it is so dang hard to overcome that. And most people don't. That's why most people are stuck in mediocrity. Because change is hard and uncomfortable. So it's easier just to ignore the alarm and hit snooze and give up on yourself again and skip that workout and drive through Starbucks and get a scone and a wrap for breakfast instead of making yourself a healthy, nutritious breakfast. And it's easier to scroll Instagram than to read a personal development book or to listen to a podcast or an audio book. Those are easy. Those are habitual. 
Those are patterns we have developed. And I also spoke about this in another episode about the patterns and the habits. First, we make our habits, then our habits make us. And they're hard to break, but it can be done and it must be done if you see a better version of yourself for your future and a better life for yourself and for your family. If we're talking about being her now, wrapping it up, what that means is that you are showing up today, standing tall, believing in who you are, even if you haven't made it yet, even if you haven't achieved that thing yet, even if you haven't been awarded or advanced into that position, or you don't have the the home that you want, or the, the job title, or fill in the blank. The way that we achieve those things, the way that we attract those things is by showing up as her now with full conviction, full belief that we are worth it, that we can find a way that we are resourceful and that we are committed and willing to break those ruts that we've been living in and to create new habits and new patterns and new friendships, if that's what it takes, new relationships, um, new, new learning, new things that we're taking in, new things that we're watching, new things that we're listening to, new circle of friends. Whatever that means, we have to show up as her now in order for that to become a reality. With that, I'm closing up season one. And oh my gosh, you guys, I I flew solo all of season one for 12 episodes. And as much as I love it, and as much as I still have that I want to bring to you, I am really, really excited to start welcoming guests, guest speakers and experts to the show for season two. We're going to take a one month hiatus. And uh, I really hope that if you are If you have episodes that you have loved, that you will share those, that you will share those with friends who need them. If there was something in particular that spoke to you, please share. And if you could write reviews, that helps a ton. It really, really helps so much to be able to spread the word for this podcast and to get to get Be Her Now out to more people. So if you are loving what you're hearing please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Please share this podcast with your friends. Share it on social media. Tag me. Please let me know what your takeaways are and what has been helpful for you. And I'm always open and want to hear what you want to hear about. I mean, sky's the limit. Everything falls under the umbrella of being her now. That's health and wellness and mindset and relationships and parenting and and all those things. I want to know what you want to hear about and how I can best serve you. So with that, I want to just wrap my arms around you and give you a big old hug and say thank you so, so much for being here for episode one. And I will see you I'm sorry, season one, (laughs) and I'm looking forward to getting back at it for season two. 
Thank you guys so much. I love you. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're loving what you're hearing and you know somebody who could benefit from this episode, please spread the love and share this with them. And I would be so grateful if you could take a moment to write a quick review wherever you're listening. Your feedback really matters to me. And don't forget to tag me on social media at Shelly Simonson Fitness on Instagram and share your favorite takeaway. Learn more about how you can get in touch with me in the show notes. See you next time. Thank you.